<laughs> Hi, everyone. Vengeance here, along with the knight. And we're not wearing God, hockey pants. No. Oh, I hate this already. <laughs> Could you imagine if I did the podcast with that voice the whole yeah, time? Yeah. Oh, man. You <laughs> definitely wouldn't have a voice tomorrow. <laughs> but for real, guys, welcome back to the podcast. AB here, along with Jack. We are the Streamcatchers. And if you couldn't tell by the title, we are talking Batman movies today. Jack, Ooh. how you doing? I'm doing really good. How are you? Feeling good, feeling great, man. Um, I mean, I, I we talked about it. I have been uh, wanting to do this one for a while. I've been watching movies out the wazoo for the last month. Um, this is this is going to be a fun one, I think. So, um, for those that don't uh, haven't haven't listened to our podcast where we do rankings before, we each have a list of ten Batman movies. Um, we'll go down the list ten to one. Jack will kick us off. And uh, we'll kind of just go from there. So, Jack, what do you uh, what do you say? You want to kick us off with your number ten? Yeah, man. I have. Uh, I feel like I've been training for this moment all my life. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> let me I feel, just get. Uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. What did you say? I was just say, yeah. I feel. Uh, I feel ready for this one. I feel this is probably the most prepared I've been. I know. I know. Right. It's the most work I've done for a podcast. I'll say that. All right. Let's go with. My number 10. Are you ready? Give it to me. Batman and Robin. I knew you were going to do this to me. Oh, God. All right. Okay. You know, it had to, it had to have a spot on my top 10. Uh, Batman and Robin is uh, undoubtedly a bad movie. It is on my top 10 list. It's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, it came out right when I was at a very impressionable age, you know, I watched it back to back to back to back to back. I had all the toys. This was the one, this was the one for me. Um, I have less of an attachment to it today. Uh, I see through the chinks in the armor, you know, it's, it's not a great movie. Um, it's, it's everything that was bad about, uh, you know, bat there. So I'm, I'm clustering these, a cluster of four Batman, Batman, uh, returns, the, the Burton uh, and Schumacher movies of the 90s. Exactly. Movies. I'm kind of clumping them together. It's it, Batman and Robin is kind of the worst of all of that. <laughs> the worst of it's, anything. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very cheesy. It's got bad dialogue. The acting's not real great. Um, but it's it's fun. I know it line for line. I'll watch it any day. <laughs> I don't think this movie has any redeeming qualities. Uh, but I'm impressed because when I first learned that you love this movie, you thought it was the the best Batman movie, hands down. This is like months before The Dark Knight came out. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you have uh, have come down <laughs> to earth a little bit. And, and I won't lie, when this movie came out, I was five, four or five. Right. I loved it to death. Uh, uh -huh. But oh god, it's it is it is something else. I'll say that. <laughs> Gotta grow up sometime. <laughs> Gotta grow up sometime. All right. Well, I take it you're you're wrapped up on that. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> my my number ten, my first entry on the list is an animated movie. It's Batman Year One, graphic Ooh. novel adaptation. Uh, this is, if you couldn't tell by the title, the story of Batman in Year One of being Batman, and it doesn't really pick up with him. In the full cape and cowl costume, he's still figuring out what he wants to do. And not only is this Batman's year one, but it's Jim Gordon's year one as well as a detective in Gotham City. So they sort of tell their stories apart and they sort of edge them together. By the end of it, they sort of have a bit of an understanding with each other. Uh, it, the animation is really solid. I think they do a great job. 
and, and, and really painting that dreary, hopeless Gotham City that they're in at this point in time. So great, great movie. Pretty short. Uh, it's really interesting. Too, Very short. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a hair over an hour, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's really interesting too because most of of Batman and Jim Gordon's dialogue is internal narration, so you kind of have a mm-hmm. a weirder tone with it, but it's really well done. And and Brian Cranston voices Jim Gordon, so that's always a pleasure as well. It was a good fit. I like that voice for the character. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, that is uh, that's one that did not make it to my list. Um, I would probably say that's number eleven for me. Okay. Um, it is uh, it is spot on with the graphic novel. Like it yeah. it is it's totally one to one. Like all the narration that you're talking about, it's because it's it's pulled right from the book, line for right. line. Um, I if you haven't read the book, I would I would check it out. It's fun. Definitely, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad that we've started off with two movies that aren't on each other's list. I suspect my number nine might not be on your list. Go it's, for it. What uh, do you got? Are you ready? Yeah. It's uh, Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero. It's an older one. It is on my list, actually. So it go is. On, it's good, right? I uh, good. I watched it for, I don't know if I watched it for the first time, but I, I watched it for the first time as an adult uh, today, and it was it was solid. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, voice acting was great. It's in the um, Batman the Animated Series style. Um, it's got uh, it's got Dick Grayson. It's got Mr. Freeze. It's got polar bears. It's a it's a good sh- it's a good show. I mean, I don't I, I can't think of another time when when Mr. Freeze has polar bear companions. I hope that he does in other stuff because I love that so much. Not if Matt Reeves does not please God, I don't want that. <laughs> I did like the polar bears in this though. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, mine's coming up. I, I will. I will save my thoughts on it because it's it's not too far away. So sure. Are you about wrapped up on that one? Yeah. Yeah. What's your All number right. nine? My number nine is a movie that takes place in the same continuity as Batman Year One, another animated movie, The Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Uh, Frank Miller's absolute classic graphic novel that is pretty faithfully adapted into this uh, two-part animated movie. I got to say, the first time I saw this was a few years ago, and I didn't super love it because mm-hmm. I don't like how chunky Batman is in this. He just, mm-hmm. he's, the way he's drawn is just a little bit un- unrealistic, even for a cartoon. And I mm-hmm. don't super love his voice actor here. But other than that, the story is so solid and so well done. And the fact that they did it in two parts really gave them time to tell the full story you get to see uh, a new robin carrie klein's version who admittedly isn't my favorite but adds a little bit Mm -hmm. to the story and then the final battle Uh, i don't want to spoil any of these animated movies because i'm assuming people listening may have not seen them Uh, but the final battle on this one is absolutely epic and so well done and and you've probably seen it in live action uh in the last few years so i'll say that but other than that (laughs) Dark Knight Returns is very well done and very worth a, a watch. Uh, that one did not make it to my top 10. It's been a long time since I've watched. I probably owe it another watch, to be honest with you. It's so good. It really, even I, if you can get past the the weird animation of Batman and his yeah. voice. Because I'm so used to Kevin Conroy and some of the other voice actors that have done it. This guy mm-hmm. is just it's jarring compared to that. Uh, the guy that they got to play Joker was great, though. And the whole Joker story... Uh, is so well done in this as well. So very, very, okay. very good movie. 
Nice. Yeah, I have to give that another watch. Um, I know I've read the books, the the yeah. Dark Knight Returns uh, graphic novels. Those were I remember those being good. Um, I just I don't remember having the same fondness for the the animated feature. We kind of owe the whole darkness of Batman to the graphic novel, that original one that Frank Miller put out in the eighties. I mean, that's kind of where the the grittiness really came from was that graphic novel. So it's very kind of a shift from the cartoony to the gritty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going from teaming up with Scooby-Doo to <laughs> <laughs> beating people up. Yeah. All right. So my next one is the Scooby-Doo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my next one is uh, my number eight is Batman Begins. The Return of the Joker? No, no, no. Batman Begins with... Uh, oh, Batman Begins. Oh, I'm, yeah, I, thought, yeah. I, I don't Razzle know why Google. I thought you said Batman Beyond. I don't know why I thought that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know why no, I thought that. No. That, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Batman Begins. Wow, that's low. Wow. It, uh, honestly, it felt low on the list, too, but some of these, some of these animated movies, man, they, they get me in a way that the, the mm. live actions don't. I don't know if it's a connection with... with just being a cartoon lover or or what but um some of these maybe it's maybe it's also like the the hour hour 15 like the bite-sized chunks gets the story in and over with and it's just it's beautiful you know in, in, in I, a certain way the animated so, movies are very very well done yeah mostly um i assume batman begins probably on your list it definitely is yeah definitely very okay. high up. let's talk about it let's talk about it in a little bit then what's your number oh, eight yeah my number eight's uh, Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero, actually. So Nice. We talked about Batman and Robin and how I did love it when I was a kid. But even as a kid, this movie that came out one year afterwards, direct to VHS, even I could tell at the time that this was much better than Batman and Robin. Because <laughs> and I, at the time, I didn't know why. But looking back, obviously, the story of Mr. Freeze is so, so, so well done here. And it is, to me, the best way to do Mr. Freeze, where he is at a point where he ha he's trying to save Nora Freeze's wife, and he finds out he, she needs an organ transplant. So there's a small list of, of, of matches that, she, that he can use in Gotham, and who matches but Barbara Gordon. So <laughs> it's course. a matter, it, of course, right? So it's a matter of, this is, this is Mr. Freeze at his best, because he's not, he's not psychotic, he's not pure evil he's desperate and they paint the he's a man on a mission exactly they paint yeah. the desperation perfectly in here and you said it best man the voice acting is outstanding this is kevin conroy this is to me this is the voice of batman maybe. yeah and i think <laughs> that even though the animation isn't quite as good anymore compared to the, the level that we're accustomed to now with a lot of the ones that came out in the last 10 or so years Mm -hmm. it's still really damn good for the time a movie that came out in 1998 straight to vhs just a bit over an hour long it's i can't recommend it enough if you if you want a mr free story until we potentially get matt reese to do it this is the one to watch for me as far as animation style goes like the the standard has definitely shifted but for yes. me i i am connected with this animation style just as much as i am with the animation style from Red Hood or Long Halloween or any of them, really. I agree. I don't want to say that it's a gripe. We the the, the standard has shifted, but I I, I can mm -hmm. watch it and it, I, there's no drop off. I totally enjoy it. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the the animated series itself still holds up. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mean to make that be a gripe, but it definitely it, it, if for somebody that didn't watch it as a kid or in the '90s, maybe it could mm -hmm. be a challenge to get to. Yeah, I, I yeah, you're probably right. 
All right. That's so all it's your say. turn for, or no, is it my turn? You're number, number seven? seven. You're number seven. Okay. I put uh, Batman versus Robin for my number seven. All right. Uh, so uh, that, uh, that whole trilogy, I remember being pretty good. I remember Bad Blood being the weaker link in the trilogy. And this one uh, I did rewatch and it was fantastic. I loved it. Um, the relationship between Damien and Bruce was compelling, uh, unresolved, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the Court of Owls was great. Um, man, yeah, they they could do <laughs> they could do a whole series on the Court of Owls, and I'd I'd be over the moon. Um, is this one on your list? Should I? It's maybe not, not on my list. That? It was okay. like number eleven. I thought I, it was almost on, but it didn't quite make it. This was a really good one. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about it before we move on. Um, what do you got for for Batman versus Robin? I do really like this one, and yeah, of that of that trilogy, there's there's Son of Batman, Batman versus Robin, and then there's Batman Bad Blood. Um, I thought this was for sure the strongest one. I I love the dynamic between Damien and Batman. Damien Wayne, his mm-hmm. son, for those that don't know, and I think Damien is my favorite Robin of the six or seven of them that there are. I just mm-hmm. love that whole story of how he was raised by Ra's al Ghul and Talia al Ghul and Batman didn't know about him. And then all of a sudden now he's trying to figure out how to be a dad and also mm-hmm. mentor him and watching his growth from all three movies was so well done. And, and just seeing how he, uh, how he pairs with, with Dick Grayson and all that. And then you talked about it, Court of Owls. I love the Court of Owls and they barely scratched the surface in this movie on the, on the potential of Court of Owls. I heard Robin mm-hmm. Pattinson and Matt Reeves want to potentially do Court of Owls at some point if, if they do. I hope they all, do. They're, and they would be perfect for it too. So, yeah, uh, man, that, yeah, I, I almost had this on my list, but just missed out. So I'm glad you had it on there. I think the Court of Owls would play out great on the big screen. Mm-hmm. I really think live action Court of Owls. Would be, I mean, I know they did, they actually, they did do Court of Owls in Gotham. That was on the season that I stopped watching, though, so I don't I don't know all of the Court of Owls saga, but I know they tried to tackle it. Did they? I have never watched Gotham, so yeah, it's all right. It's it's not bad. Okay, kind of weird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll go in with my number seven. I'm sure this is on your list, and you're probably a little upset with how low mine is, but I have Batman Under the Red Hood. Wow. Okay. Yes. So. Uh, they, so they definitely adapt uh, the death in the family portion of this so well with Joker yeah. killing Jason Todd. Uh, and I don't want to spoil this for anybody that hasn't seen it because it really is worth going out of your way to watch. But uh, Red Hood, a new villain that comes to Gotham that is trying to be a good guy, just doing it in his own way. He's not afraid to kill anybody. Batman wants to stop him, obviously, but he knows all of Batman's tricks. And so Batman's trying to figure out what's going on. You also get so again. Joker is in it early on. He comes back throughout the throughout the movie. You get Nightwing, who is voiced by Neil Patrick Harris, right? That's right. Yeah. And and uh, Kevin Conroy is still Batman Kevin Harris Conroy. Ago? I. But I don't I think Mark don't Hamill think was Kevin, Joker. I actually, I don't think it's Kevin Conroy in this one either. I don't think okay. so. Oh well, that's all right. It's 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 the animation is great. It's like it's like twelve years old or so, and it really does hold yeah. up. So. And it's funny because they did a separate Death in the Family movie, like directed DVD movie. And it's just using scenes from this movie. Mm-hmm. With a different framing device. It was yeah, very strange. 
Uh, I watched it, it hoping that it would be a, a different telling of, yeah. of that story. And then it was, it was over in the first 30 minutes. And then I read the description. It's like, Oh, there's like three or four different stories. It's like, no, well, <laughs> it's very I don't really want the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the only one I watched. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, I did the same thing. I was like, I don't want to watch the rest of this stuff. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Under the Red Hood is fantastic. I just, there's, like you said, there's so many other great movies. It's, it's hard to place it much higher than what I had. Yeah, definitely. Um, are you ready for my number six, right? What you, what you got? Batman Hush. Okay. That just missed my list too. Okay. Um, and I can see why it was not, um, they could have done better on it. Ba uh, Batman Hush is uh, an animated feature that's based off of my um, all time favorite graphic novel of the same name, Batman Hush. Um, it kind of showcases all of the, all of the A-list villains um, in their own way. They're all, most of them are working together. Um, there's some alliances. Uh, it's a heavy, heavy, um, Bat and the Cat story. It's a the, the romantic element with Selena Kyle is great. Um, unfortunately, this uh, it, it falls short of the of the graphic novel. I agree. I also love the graphic novel, and I I used to have it. I must have misplaced it or got rid of it at some point. But mm -hmm. this movie is really good. I think you, you hit it right on the head. Uh, they they really take advantage of the rogues gallery for Batman. You get Ivy. You get Joker. Uh, you get Riddler. I think at one point you see Mr. Freeze. I'm with you on the Bat and the Cat stuff. I love anytime they have Batman and Catwoman together. And this is probably one of the best stories that they did with the two of them. Um, mm -hmm. Not to spoil, I'm not going to spoil the, the ending because I do think it's good. And you should go out of your way to see it. And if you haven't read the graphic novel, you will, you probably won't mind what happens. But there is mm -hmm. a deviation from the graphic novel that's a little jarring, I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this this one was I think it's the first one on my list that ha is is like truly an identity mystery. Um, yeah. I guess you could argue Batman versus Robin because the Grandmaster of the Court of Owls has an identity that's re revealed late, but it's not really the point of the movie. This one, like the the entire point, is fi finding out the identity of Hush, and uh, yeah. it makes it really exciting. They do. They do a good job. And it sucks because the graphic novel is so good and Hush, the character, is so interesting. It's such a great breath of fresh air compared to just having the same villains over and over again. And the yeah. fact that they didn't do that, I get it because you don't, if you had read the graphic novel, you would have just seen it coming and it would probably wouldn't mm -hmm. fit as well. So I can see why they did it. But man, that's such a good story that... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, speaking of identity reveal, my number six is an all-time classic, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Do you have this one on your list? No, I don't. Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. This was a, a theatrical release in 1993, and it is directly in the Batman the Animated Series continuity. And okay. this takes elements of year one, where you see Batman have flashbacks to him taking on the, the role of figuring out how to become Batman. And he, he, it's similar to year one, where it starts out and he's going out like in a leather jacket and a ski mask and stuff like that. All, all the while, the phantasm, the villain, is, is going around Gotham and, and, and killing people. So uh, a dark story, a bit of a heartbreaking story. It really grapples with Batman's... Um, realization of the burden 
of being Batman and, and the things that he has to sacrifice to continue on as Batman. Obviously, you get the, the great voice acting from Kevin Conroy. Joker's in it, so Mark Hamill's solid as always. This movie really is as influential uh, as a movie in the Batman world, and not even just in the Batman world, but in animated superhero movies, because this was so successful at the box office. This is a lot of the reason why we have a lot of all these other quality animated movies. So this movie, yeah. uh, most people hold it in very high regard. If you haven't seen it, it is for sure a go out of your way to watch. Um, again, not not too long, maybe an hour and 15 or so. Um, it's just solid, solid as they come. Wow. Okay. I'm super embarrassed. I've never seen it. I had no idea. It was amazing. Wow. I, I'll probably watch it tonight. I'm super embarrassed because I mean, if you say it's so good, it would probably make my list. <laughs> you'll love it. You, you'll love it. I okay. think if you'll ask most Batman fans, if not all, and they'll say it's in the top five for them. It's just outside cool. at number six for me. Cool. Okay. I'm, that makes me really excited to watch it now. <laughs> right on. I'm glad I could put you on. Yeah. All right, so uh, am I on number five now? Number five. Top number five. Number five. Return of the Joker. This is the Batman oh. Beyond story. I, I like this one a lot. Um, I was not uh, a Batman Beyond fan as a kid. I, I didn't really know the story, didn't watch it. Um, but this this holds up as as a standalone, and you really don't need to know a whole lot of background information because they're they're going to give it to you. And it's yeah. it's mostly about uh, you know digging up the past, you know, because it's it's the return of the Joker. Um, they dig through um, Tim Drake's uh, Robin's past. Um, they they tell a lot of it in flashbacks and stories, and I think the, that the way that this comes together, uh, it, it's a really good. Uh, piece of film I, I really like it it is really good yeah I'm pretty sure this was the beginning of Batman Beyond right I think it was like the first thing they did and then the series came afterwards they, they didn't set up a an origin story at the beginning of the movie so that makes me think no but it's okay. possible I'm probably wrong then I don't I do remember seeing this I, I think it was a direct to DVD or maybe it was a Cartoon Network thing or something like probably. that probably I, I do remember seeing this and, and it is really good. Yeah. The, it's damn good. The Tim Drake stuff is, is pretty dark, honestly, for, for what this is, the audience that is going for and has a little bit of death in the family in there too. So uh -huh. uh, yeah, I'm like you, I didn't watch a ton of Batman beyond some here and there. It is a quality show. I'd love to see them do live action Batman beyond maybe now that we have yeah. Michael Keaton back here this later this year. Uh, but yeah, didn't, didn't quite make the list cause I don't have that much of an affinity for it just cause I, you know, I only seen it a handful of times. Yeah. I got you. So. All right, man. What's your number five? This one was hard, man. This one was really hard. I had this higher, uh, and then ultimately I, I dropped it a little bit lower and I'm sad because I really, really love this one. And it's dark Knight rises. Uh, the wow, end okay. of the Nolan trilogy. This is a bit of a divisive movie that I have come to learn. And the internet sort of makes it seem like this movie's a mess and has like all these inconsistencies. And some people don't really talk about it at all when they talk about the trilogy. Understandably so, right? Because it has the burden of following the Dark Knight. So yeah. I can see why it had such high expectations. But frankly... I think this movie is brilliant. And and yes, there are some inconsistencies and weird points where you're like, ah, I don't know about that. But beyond the nitpicking, man, this is two hours and 47 minutes of just 
pure unadulterated excitement. I mean, Bane, I think this is Tom Hardy's best performance. If you don't like the voice, you're probably going to disagree with that. But I thought the voice is great. And I think Bane as a character is fantastic. The twist at the end, I didn't see that coming. I remember seeing this with you in theaters at the midnight release and we kind of looked at each other and we were like, oh, hell no. Like, I didn't see that coming at all. Um, I love it when a good twist gets you. And, and you know, I've seen people say that they saw that coming and yeah, that's, fine. Know, I, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I yeah. didn't do a whole lot of speculation going into it. So I didn't know anything about that actor or, or, or what their role was or what it wasn't. And it was totally mm-hmm. off my radar. So uh, between the whole story of, of Batman relearning uh, what it is to feel fear and overcome it again. And, and mm-hmm. you know, between the performances of, of, like I said, Bane, and I love Anne Hathaway's Catwoman here. It's not the best Catwoman, but it's still really good. The score is amazing. It's a wild ride. I, I love this movie. I wish I could put it higher, but there are some great Batman movies ahead of this. I would say I'm I'm at least okay with Anne Hathaway Catwoman. Like it didn't leave an amazing impression, but honestly to me neither did Bane. I know that you just said that you loved it, but I I'm just okay uh with Bane. I do love the movie. Um but uh those those performances were not not my favorite. Sure. I mean, yeah, there there have been better Catwoman. Um but there hasn't been a better Bane because we frankly we just we've only had two versions of Bane. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for them to do an animated Nightfall. I think that would be so, so good because that's- They'll have to split the, that up into parts for sure. That's they definitely will. Yeah. This obviously have, takes a lot of inspiration from that, but yeah it's, yeah, it's a great story. In my opinion, from what I've read of Nightfall, this is a better telling of that story because the is Nightfall, it? yeah, Nightfall, it's just, it's so long and, and, I'm not going to say hard to follow, but it, it's just needlessly long. Like it just has so many parts that don't like, you can definitely shave off like, cause it's in three parts. The nightfall yeah. uh, graphic novels are in three parts. I've still not been able to get through it. I think I got a bookmark halfway <sighs> through the third one. I've still not been able to finish it. <laughs> yeah. I think that they, yeah, they would definitely have to do two parts if they were doing an animated version of it. Or man, I, I we still haven't had a true live action Bane with the full, the full Venom tanks and everything. So I'd love mm-hmm. if they wanted to do that as well. Bane, Bane to me is a really interesting villain. And uh, I, I'm just glad they got him done at some point. Uh, and not yeah. the Batman and Robin version where he's just this mindless <laughs> brute. Yeah, if if Tom Hardy Bane is is the best there is, you know that's that's fine. I mean, his Bane is good. Like it's yeah. it's definitely good. It's just not. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it leaves. It, I, I need a little more. I need a little more sauce. I don't know. I need some juice. Yeah, it's it's definitely a different take. I, I get it. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I thought the guy had bars for days. Every line is. It's just. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters <laughs> is our plan. No Of course. <laughs> this bomb is mobile. <laughs> we probably have texted that to each other a hundred times. <laughs> Mobile. Yeah. I remember when we saw this and then we went to um, Florida, maybe three or four weeks afterwards. And we were just on the biggest bat kick during that time. That was a great time to be a Batman fan. Yeah. I, I would say that the, the bat kick that I'm on right now is the biggest I've had since then, for sure. Same. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, Jack, what's your number four? All right, man, my number four is, and I didn't chunk it out to part one and part two, but it's The Long Halloween. Um, I watched it. Hey. I watched I watched both parts for the first time uh, yesterday. Not back-to-back. I split it up, but, man, it's it's so good. It's another, uh, it's another mystery. It's another identity mystery. Uh, we're trying to figure out who's killing people on, uh, on holidays. Um, we've got the crime families, the Maronis and the Falcones and, uh, members of their families dropping like flies. And it's up to, uh, the famous trio, Batman, Jim Gordon, Harvey Dent. Love that trio. It's, uh, it, it is the Harvey Dent story. You know, it's everything you want out of the Harvey, uh, Two-Face story. Um, it's, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's so satisfying. Um, I, I'm sure you said same. This is so. This is your number, also number four. That's also my number four. I cool. I don't say this on the podcast a lot, but I'm gonna say it right now. I fucking love Ooh, this movie. <laughs> oh my god! Parts one and part two, just like Dark Knight Returns. I'm so glad that they did this in two parts because they were able to take so much time and put so much, like you said, into Harvey Dent. And, and Batman got a lot of time and we got some Catwoman in here. And, and, and that, to me, you said, this is the best Harvey Dent that we've seen even better than Aaron Eckhart. Josh Duhamel voices him. This is, this is the Harvey Dent right here. If, if you're ever wondering like, who's the ultimate Harvey Dent? Like if you're in a mood for Harvey Two-Face, this is where to get it. This is perfect, flawless. This thing is dark. It's gritty. The animation is so well done. I love just the silence of it too, where there's not there's no music for a lot of it, and and you can just hear footsteps and chatter mm-hmm. and raindrops and Gordon lighting his pipe, and it it all just kind of hits in a certain way where you're just like, this is a full on noir, hardcore, yeah. just brilliant, brilliant movie. And and yeah, the second part is rated R, which means they can go. Ooh, as I far didn't as even know that. Before. I didn't notice yeah. that. Wow. Yeah, it's, oh, I can't say enough about this. This is, I again, I wish I could put this higher. To me, it's the best animation that they've done for the Batman or animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, if if it sounds familiar, the, the, a three-way of Batman, Jim Gordon, and Harvey Dent trying to solve crime in Gotham, it's because it, it's because it's the Dark Knight, right? That, yeah. That's where yeah. they got this. This graphic novel is where they got that from. Long Halloween, one of the most influential graphic novels that the the movie is a perfect adaptation. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm glad you have it on your list. I'm glad you got to watch it. Have you uh, have you read the Long Halloween? I'm reading it now, actually. Yeah. Okay. How how are you feeling about it? I like it. I do. I mean, it helps that remember, I've you know, seen this and. I remember not caring for the animation or the uh, the the drawing. Yeah. The cartoon or what am I trying to say? The, the, the art. The art. <laughs> I was saying yeah. like, is it animation? Like, <laughs> there's a there's a word I'm looking for here. Art. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, it's it's definitely stylized uh, yeah. and and a, a league of its own. I don't I don't know if there's another Batman uh, graphic novel that's that's penciled that same way. But um, I I remember not caring for the Long Halloween, and that's kind of why I put off watching it. Yeah, uh, I did myself a disservice though because this is honestly the Long Halloween is everything that Hush could have been. Like it was just it's yeah. such a good showcase of so many good Batman villains uh, coming together naturally, and when you know it's it's time to fight them and then go in a different direction, and it doesn't feel like we 
we missed something, you know, it's just, it, it's so good. And it's, and a satisfying ending. It really, it really is a satisfying ending. And it's just like Hush, they, they do take advantage of the rogues gallery. You have a great Joker who's not voiced by Mark Hamill, but oh my God, the guy sounds just like him. Um, yeah, I noticed Peng- that as well. Penguin's in it, I believe. Um, who else is in this? Mad Hatter, oh, right? Scarecrow. Uh, is Clayface in it, if I remember correctly? Clayface is in Hush. Hush, okay. That's all right. But yeah, they, there's a good list of rogues in here that they really take full advantage of. Scarecrow has done really well from what I remember in this one as well. So yeah, I, I can't say enough about this. And, and just to, to talk about the art and the graphic novel, the, the way it's stylized is, is different. To me, it's actually like noir in art and a little bit jazzy yes. in a way too, where I love that stuff. I love gritty and dark and noir and jazzy and things like that, where everything's kind of not how it's supposed to be. I dig that. So I, I, for me, I do dig the graphic novel, but I can see why for someone, anybody else would be a little bit jarring to see it as compared mm-hmm. to like, a, like, uh, like the dark Knight returns, for example, that's, you know, so gritty and I don't know. It's yeah, definitely a I must think. watch. This is seriously good. Definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah. that was my four. So go ahead and give me your number three. Okay. Uh, I have for my number three, the dark Knight rises. Uh, we've okay. kind of touched on that mostly, but it's uh, the dark Knight rises is a great movie. Um, huge shoes to fill uh, when it came out. I think it came out in 2012, 2013, somewhere 12, in there. 12. 12. Okay. So that was four years after The Dark Knight. Yep. Oof. Yeah, it is is definitely a hard, uh, hard act to, to follow. Um, and, and when I saw it for the first time, I didn't respect it as much as I do today, uh, probably just because of expectations. You know, Dark Knight Rises was... Uh, arguably, aside from maybe Avengers Endgame, the most excited I've been for a theatrical release. Um, I, yeah, I was really pumped for Dark Knight, but, you know, after seeing Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises was definitely, yeah, it lit a fire under me. (laughs) That was, I I remember it being very high on my anticipation list, but I, I mean, I would say, Infinity War, Endgame, No Way Home, The Batman. I think I think I was more excited for The Batman than I was for Dark Knight Rises. But you were bonkers excited for Batman. <laughs> it was contagious, man. I appreciate it because I'm super excited for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but Dark Knight Rises, man, it's it's brilliant. And actually, this is where I originally had it was at number three. And okay. um, I think I just love the long Halloween that much. And I'm going to get into my top three, obviously, here in a second. But they just for me, they were a little bit better um i do love it though I, I talked on and on about it it's it's brilliant it's a great perfect ending people had a problem with bruce wayne living i think that's silly i think it was a great i think that's very silly i don't i didn't want bruce to die uh bruce shouldn't no. die he should he should be everything that he does he, he should get to live on and yeah and absolutely live in france with with selena kyle if he wants to so <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't think a dead batman is ever gonna be a. Uh... A priority for me. <laughs> that would have been such a bad ending. I would have been like right? really disappointed if that was the end. <laughs> I mean, I, I I get it, the the hero sacrifice play, but uh, I don't know. I with Batman, you know, I, I always like a little room for another story. Right. Yeah. We we want the happy ending. We want the happy. Ending. Yeah. Well, yeah. aside from a happy ending, I like happy beginnings. So my number three is Batman Begins. This Solid. movie is the most influential superhero movie of all time without this we don't get the dark knight we don't get marvel we don't get what we have now 
This movie changed comic book movies forever. This is the really the first time that there was an ultra realistic approach to a superhero movie. And of course, you know, is there's a bomb that's and, and fear gas and they're going to blow up Gotham and, and all that. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of fantastical attached to it, but it's Batman. Other than mm-hmm. that, they, they took so much time to really dive into the characters and the characters are what make Batman so good. So if you focus on the characters, you focus on Batman and his whole rise to becoming the caped crusader, which they did so, so well, you have a fantastic movie. And I think that, you know, if you have some gripes, Sure, it took them an hour until we got to see him in the bat suit, and you know the voice is the void is whatever. You know I don't I don't love mm-hmm. the, his bat voice, and some of the close up shaky fight scenes can be hard to follow at times. But from a story standpoint, stylistically, score, this movie is incredible. And 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 mm-hmm. it's it it. And I'll be honest, in two thousand five, when I saw this. I didn't really love it. It took me a few times to watch it to, to really appreciate what it was. And it maybe it mm-hmm. just took uh, more of, a, of a, a better taste in movies for me to, to really find my appreciation for it. But my God, this movie is almost perfect. It started off my favorite trilogy of all time in all of cinema. It's Batman Begins, man. It's, it's Christopher Nolan. And that's, that's what's so crazy about it is he was not a big name. He's a big name now because of mm-hmm. these movies among other movies, but I just, I love this movie so much and it, 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 it had to make my top three. Yeah, it is. It's a great show. Um, I, I never really thought of it that way that it, that it kind of changed the superhero movie game, but it, it so did. Um, I, I wouldn't say this for Batman begins specifically, but that trilogy is kind of like that trilogy and maybe the captain American trilogy are like the only times that I'm like watching a superhero movie where I just totally forget. You know what I mean? Yes. A hundred percent. Cause yeah, before this, when you look at all of the comic book movies that had been out, you know, yeah, we talked about the Burton and Schumacher Batman movies. You had the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, the, the Spider-Man one and two, the X-Men movies was one and two and a handful of like really bad, like Daredevil and Hulk. And sure. a lot of these movies were, were pretty campy, save for, you know, the Burton Batman movies and, the, the, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies are phenomenal. The first two are great, but this was the first time that they really made it feel like you weren't really watching a comic book movie. And it was the first time yeah. that it showed studios and directors, Hey, you can take this genre and take it serious. And because of that, now we have Marvel doing space operas along yeah. with, political thrillers, espionage movies, kung fu movies. Like you, the superhero genre can be other genres. And this is the yes. movie that showed you that you could do it. So yeah, hats off. This is, it's, it's, a, it's almost a perfect movie. It's, it's phenomenal. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy that it's so high on your list. Uh, <laughs> I, I, feel, I, I feel a little embarrassed that it's lower on mine, but I'm looking at it as like, I, this, there's, my heart is in this list. I really believe this list. <laughs> <laughs> this was genuinely hard to do it's because hard, other right? movies that went up and down and I took a few out and I'm glad you had a hush and 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 Batman versus Robin because I wanted to talk about those but I couldn't fit them in so it yeah 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 all right are we ready for my number two what's your number two under the red hood baby <laughs> I love under the red hood so much I could watch it any day uh it's an hour and like 20 minutes ish it just flies by man 
Every scene is crucial. Every scene is interesting and compelling. Uh, you know, despite it not being a Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, uh, you know, Batman Joker duo, it's, it's got some good talent in there. It's got, uh, uh, Jensen Eccles as, uh, Red Hood, Neil Patrick Harris as, as Dick Grayson. It's, it's got a lot to offer. I, I love it very much. It's um, funny. I, I forgot to mention Jensen Eccles, um, was Batman in Long Halloween and is phenomenal. Yes. That's bad. He did a great job, didn't he? Yeah. He did, yes. Um, um, but yeah, Red Hood, know. man. It's, I was, I was going to say, it, it really is brilliant. And I, I knew it was going to be pretty high on your list because I remember, I remember when it came out, and I think we both got it on DVD. And we, I remember yeah. watching it with you a bunch of times because it really is a solid movie. And uh, I guess if you, you know, the character Red Hood, he's, he's, evil but then he's not and so it's kind of one of those things where i don't know i don't know i don't want to give it away is the problem he's such a good he's such a good anti-hero like he's he's everything that that batman is and and then he's willing to cross the line also and that's exciting sets up for a really interesting villain it really does it really does and i do love the character of red hood and and the the way that they make you actually really feel for him and the Mm -hmm. emotion that he shows it, it really is so well done. And I like too, how they really make Batman grapple with his failures in this. Whereas there's yes. so many things that he could have done differently and otherwise Jason wouldn't have died and all those things. So it's, it's, it's very well done. It's a very good story. It is definitely a go out of your way to watch movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's only an hour and 20 minutes. Try it. Yeah. You'll like absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Jack, the moment of truth. Number two. My number two, I'm assuming, is your number one. Oh, okay. Okay. I won't get ahead of you. Go ahead. Uh, my number, number two, two, The Dark Knight. Oh, you son of a bitch. I know what your number one is. <laughs> I went there. Uh, for 14 years, this movie was the standard bearer. It's one of the absolute greatest comic book movies of all time. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. I can't say anything about it that hasn't already been said between the acting, the score, the cinematography, Heath freaking Ledger, Batman, Harvey Dent, all of it. It's incredible. It's perfect. There's nothing at all wrong with it. Uh, I would say if there is anything wrong with it, it's probably not the most faithful Batman adaptation because it's a ultra realistic take on Batman and Gotham, but um, good Lord almighty. It's brilliant. It's amazing. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and Captivating. I, I love it. It is. It yeah. is it's, it's a must watch at least once a year for me. Uh, I've, I've seen it 20 or 30 times. It holds up so well. And, and I, and I, I, it's no secret why everybody loves it. It's, it's everybody's favorite Batman movie. And, and for a while I almost sort of resented it for that because I, it's, it's like everyone loves this. So I kind of want to rebel and say that I don't <laughs> I like get it what as you much, mean. Yeah. but uh, it's, it's great, man. I mean, Heath Ledger is incredible and everything they do with, with the, the mob. And, and I think it's Moroni in this one, not Falcone, but um God, it's 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 great. It's brilliant. Heath, Heath Ledger, Joker, Gary Oldman, Gordon, Morgan Freeman, Lucius Fox, Michael Caine, Alfred, like Aaron Eckhart as Harvey Dent. Like, 
the casting team, pat yourself on the back, man. These are these are like the perfect actors for those characters. It's like especially Gordon. I don't know if you have this attachment to Gary Oldman as Gordon as I do, but he's just it's it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. The mustache, the glasses, the face. It's it's it all comes together, man. He's 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 perfect. He is the best Jim Gordon of all time. There's no question. He yeah. you know when he goes out there and there. Uh, it's the part after he reveals he's still alive and he's walking into the, into the holding cell and everyone get back. Like he just has this commanding presence about Mm -hmm. him. And yeah, his chemistry with Christian Bale is top notch. He for sure is Jim Gordon. Michael Caine is for sure. Alfred Morgan Freeman. They don't even ever think about doing Lucius Fox ever again. Morgan Freeman is Lucius Fox. Just like uh, JK Simmons is J Jonah Jameson. Morgan is Lucius Fox. Yes. Yeah, they the I, casting I team uh, was like hold my beer when they when they put Yeah. This- <laughs> I won't give away the scene but there's a scene in Dark Knight Rises where Michael Caine sheds some tears and I I I cannot not have a giant rock in my throat when that scene happens. It's so touching. He's such a good actor. Man, he is. He really is. Yeah, Michael Caine's phenomenal. Uh and this it just starts off with a bang with the bank heist and it just doesn't stop, you know, and then there's so many quotable moments and the, 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 the point where he goes in, into the penthouse, when Joker in, you know, walks into the penthouse and he's got his monologue and, you know, you want to know how I got these scars? Mm-hmm. You're going to love me. It's, oh, it's just, it's so good. The moment when he, when he has his jacket and he's got his, his finger with the, with the cord and all the grenades, ah. like, dude, ah. this, <laughs> this man is chaos. It's, it's so good. It's the, it is the quintessential Batman movie, and that's that is why the Dark Knight is is my number one. Well, Jack, I'm gonna have to disagree with you right there, buddy, because the quintessential say what you're Batman gonna say. Movie, the quintessential <laughs> Batman movie I'm here to say is Matt Reeves' 2022 The Batman, and I'm gonna hold on saying stuff about it because we're gonna review it next week. You haven't yeah. seen it. Uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be we'll, we'll drop this on Friday, so it'll be opening weekend. So if you're listening, I don't want to ruin anything for you. <sighs> this is the Batman movie, though, and I feel like I got to at least give some justification for why I put it above the Dark Knight. Sure. I will say this: I will say this. It is not going to be for everyone. It is a long movie. It's three hours, but it flies by. There was there was never a moment where I said. All right, I'm ready for them to wrap this up. And I'll get into that more next week. But the time was not a problem for me. Um, and people have been kind of down on how dark it is. Not a problem for me at all either. I thought the dark, it was much darker than the dark night. There are horrifying moments where it, it actually does feel like a horror movie at some time. And is it rated R? No, just missed out okay. on rated R. Just missed out. Okay. I mean, you, one, extra five seconds here and there it it would have been rated r i think um for me why it is so high up is because of the genre this is a noir detective take on batman you see batman from the i don't want to give anything away but from very early on batman is doing detective work and he is doing detective work the whole stretch and they keep you on your toes they keep you guessing you're not really quite sure what's going on in a good way. It is such a good story. And it, the Gotham is perfect. 
Pattinson is the Batman, the live action Good. Batman. Save him, Michael man. Keaton. Save all of it. Yes, he is. It's incredible, and you'll know. You'll know. You'll know tomorrow. Or okay. tomorrow when you're seeing it, but you'll be like, okay, yeah, he's. It's tomorrow. Yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> it's, can I can I ask you some questions about it? Is that all feel right? Feel free. Feel free. If and if you think that you could shouldn't answer it, sure. just say okay. So the first thing I want to know: it, does it have the same feel as the Dark Knight trilogy, whereas you kind of forget that it's a Batman movie and it's definitely more of a crime movie? I guess. A bit of both. I think that okay. you definitely feel like it. You definitely feel that it's a crime movie. Um, I mean, Falcone and Penguin as mobsters, man, they feel like they don't feel like Penguin doesn't feel like Danny DeVito. He feels like a mobster mm-hmm. here. He feels like, okay. like okay, this guy is actually you know he's in it for money and and all these things. It definitely feels like a crime movie, but more than any other live action Batman movie, it feels like you're watching a Batman movie. I don't know. I, it's okay. hard to explain. You'll probably get it when you see it. Okay. Um, another thing I wanted to ask, um, let me think. What did I want to ask you? I thought of some questions earlier. I should have wrote, wrote them down. Oh, man. Um, how, okay. How, how much of the movie would you say percentage wise, how much of it is Batman? How much of it is Bruce Wayne? That's a trick question. Okay. I would I would say it's a hundred percent Batman, but eighty percent of seventy eh, percent of it he's in the suit. Seventy percent of okay. what you see of him is he's in the suit. But when he's okay. Bruce Wayne, he's Batman. Like he's definitely dealing okay. with. He he's he's leaning into he, he nothing else is going on in his life. He doesn't care about anything else. He's Batman. Do we hear any internal monologue? Yes, kind of. Okay, he keeps a journal. I'll say that. Okay, and so when he's writing, there's voiceover. Yeah, okay, that's a good. I like that a lot. Okay, yeah. um, uh, this one might be one I I shouldn't ask. So just tell me, is there a villain that I don't know about that's in the movie? I won't answer that. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You'll know. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, did you call it? I know it's a mystery. Did you call it? It's not. Um, no. Okay. Good deal. We'll, we'll talk more, but um, the whole yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk more. I don't, yeah, I, I shouldn't answer that. Okay. Because okay. it's not. I, I don't. That. I I kind of. It's not like hush where it's like oh my god so and so is hush it's not like that but there is a reveal mm-hmm. that i, sh- I shouldn't I, I don't even want to hint towards it okay all right cool cool cool. all right man uh you want to call this an episode i think so yeah i think that i mean this was fun i can't wait to talk to the batman with you next week i know you're probably hungry and you want to get some food so yeah um, oh actually you know what let me before before you end it i'm sorry I do want to. I, I want to throw up a couple honorable mentions because this this list Good. was very very hard to, to do. Um, I thought about cheating for one of it. I thought about putting the Batman Arkham video game series on here just because it's <laughs> it's so incredibly good and there's rich storytelling in there. And you could go to YouTube and look up the cutscenes and be pleased with the movie that they've cut together. You know what I mean? So yeah. I thought about putting that one on there. 
And then I also, I did want to mention year one, I kind of already said it, it's, it is the closest adaptation from the graphic novel to, and, and I think that that's, that's worth mentioning because it is, it is hard to adapt these stories and this one nailed it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I had a few honorable mentions as well. Um, I, I wasn't going to put Arkham, although those games are incredible. Um, the movie Assault on Arkham, did you see that? That was another one I wanted to talk about. Yeah. That's set in the continuity of the Arkham games. I wondered if it was because it had the same logo and yep. um, Ivy's uh, style is very specific. Like it's, it's exactly the same and it's never like that <laughs> with yeah. the, the like red shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a good one. Um, you had, I, the you reason had... I wanted to mention it is because I probably would have put it on my list if Batman was in it more. It is a Batman titled movie, but it's totally a Suicide Squad movie. That's true. A hundred percent. That's, that's fair. It's super good. Um, yeah, I almost had Hush. I almost had Batman versus Robin. Um, and then this is, this isn't a Batman movie, but he's in it quite a bit. Justice League Doom is, it's yeah. mostly a Batman movie and it's really, that's really a good, good one. One of the better Justice League movies. So yeah, there's, there's a ton. I mean, there, you know, we didn't, I think, we didn't... I think that that one has the line, uh, where Green Arrow doesn't know much about Batman and he says something like, don't tell me you're just a guy in a bat costume. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's remember. Flash. Is that not in that movie? It's it's from one of the Justice. Maybe it's Justice League Dark. I don't know. Green Arrow is definitely not. I don't think Green Arrow is in. This. He's not in that one. I okay, don't think he is. But he was. And I'll have to find that movie. Injustice was pretty good. I th- people didn't like Injustice, but I thought it was really good. Um, we, we didn't. Ha- neither of us. I'm. Well, you. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say neither of us had any of the '90s movies, but you had Batman and Robin. Yeah, that really really surprised me. Um, I I thought that they would all be on there, but I was watching these animated movies and I had to talk about them. They they're they're flat out superior. <laughs> I like them a lot more. I knew that none of them were going to make my list. I thought really hard about including Batman Forever because that was my first Batman ever, and mm-hmm. I watched it a ton as a kid. And I, I do enjoy it for what it is, but man, my God, it is it is a little goofy at times. I'll say that. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> and I I've never liked Burton's movies. Um, I wish I did. I don't mm-hmm. think '89 ages well at all. I, and I get it. It's it's very influential, not just for Batman, but for for movies in general. Um, and I, I get it, but I, it doesn't age well. The special effects are really bad. The suit's awful. I don't think Keaton's that great of a Batman. It's, but he's a good Bruce Wayne. I don't I agree with that Michael, either. Really? Okay. I think Michael Keaton makes a really, really good Bruce Wayne, but I don't really give a shit about him as Batman. The whole, you want to get nuts? Let's get, that's not Batman. That's not Bruce Wayne. I, I hate that. <laughs> I love that you chose like my least favorite, <laughs> least favorite Bruce Wayne line. But yeah, uh, no, I, I know where you're coming from. I get it. And then Batman Returns is just garbage. I don't know. There's just something about it. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's Penguin is disgusting. It's oh, yeah, and it's, the story doesn't work. And yeah. the Catwoman story was super, super weird. Yeah, that movie's weird all around. I'll, I'll say that we talked about Catwoman. Uh, Zoe Kravitz nails it. She's my favorite Catwoman by far. Cool. Good. So I'm we'll glad. talk about that next I'm week. Excited. So. Yeah, I am too. Give it a couple watches. I, I'm going to watch it twice, two more times, I think, because it's it's okay. a lot of movie. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, if you can't tell, we are so excited for, for Batmania. Bat Week. I hope you guys get to see the Batman this weekend. It's really, really a special movie, and I enjoyed it so, so much. So uh, that is what we will be talking about next week on the podcast. 
Until then, folks, if you want to subscribe to our YouTube or any of our social media accounts, the links are all in the show notes below. If you are on the YouTube, make sure to leave a comment, like, subscribe, hit the bell for future content. And until next time, folks, keep on keeping on. We just love you so much, and we will catch you later. <laughs> and we're not wearing hockey pads. Ha, ha, ha.